You are now listening to The Model Health Show with Sean Stevenson. For more, visit themodelhealthshow.com. Welcome to The Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson, and I'm so grateful for you tuning in with me today. Listen, today is a very special episode and something I've been wanting to do for a while, but I was compelled to do it now myself because I just went through something. And I truly believe that everyone at some point needs a little bit of inspiration. And I was wanting to put together a compilation of some of the most inspirational people and moments and ideas that we've had thus far on the Model Health Show. We're getting close to somewhere around 350 episodes, which is just insane in the membrane itself. But, you know, for me, I tend to live at a, at a higher state, at a higher vibration. I've been through a lot of stuff in my life. And I've done a lot of work and a lot of inner work just to get myself to a place of stability. And I truly do feel like our motivation and even our happiness, we have a thermostat for that. And no matter how low things might get in a day or how high they might get, we're going to tend to find ourselves back at that baseline. And I was dealing with a, a really tough day recently. And, you know, it's usually spurred about the, if the conditions are right. And you've probably experienced this as well. Maybe you're short on sleep. Maybe you're a little hungry, maybe you've been extra stressed, but just that formula uh, created a template for me to just have some news come in and just kind of bring me down a little bit to the place that I could honestly say that I was unhappy. And that's not something I say very often, again, because I've done this work and I tuned into something and it immediately lifted my spirits. Well, first of all, I worked out. I did something that I enjoyed working out because I was scheduled to do, it was, it was leg day. And you know, sometimes you got to get yourself up for leg day. And I just didn't do it. I went to the gym and I usually warm up by just shooting around a little bit. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm mentally playing Kyrie Irving in my head, all right, by myself. And there was, there's, there's four hoops at my gym and there's, they're taken, you know, all four hoops. And, you know, you, you gotta, I'm going to have to intercept somebody. And there was a, a woman who was standing there and, you know, she was probably in her in her 50s, maybe mid 50s. And she was just on her phone, you know, like people in their mid 50s do. What? No. I, anyway, she was on her phone and I was like, excuse me, is it cool if I shoot around here as well? And she's like, oh, go ahead. And then so she was on her phone for maybe like five minutes and she jumped off the phone finally. And she just started dribbling the ball and, you know, shooting a little bit. And she was just saying how good this was for stress relief. And I was like. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't really process it. And then she said it again, like two minutes later. And I went upstairs to go hit the weights. But then it just occurred to me, like, there's no set um, conditions or prerequisite or way that I'm supposed to do things. And let me listen to my inner guidance system today. This woman just told me outwardly, the universe was speaking to me that this is good for stress relief. So I just went down and shot around and just had some fun, you know, running up and down the court for like 45 minutes on my own and that made me feel better. And then in the car, I put on a, an inspirational message and I just started to realize like, why was I so down? Why was I so down? So again, all of us can use a little bit of inspiration at some point. And I wanted to make something so that if you're ever in a state where you're feeling down, where you need a little bit of a, uh, a, a kick in the pants uh, to your heart and soul, just to get you back up and level and ready to accomplish what your goals are. And you just need a message to, to fill your cup. That's what this episode is, all right? And again, we've got eight for you, eight of the most inspiring people in my life and some of the most inspiring messages that we've had here on the Model Health Show, all right? So again, this is gonna be here for you as a tool that you can utilize anytime you need, all right? And I think you're gonna really enjoy it. Now, before that, I'm on the road right now, all right? I'm in my home away from home studio in LA. And you should know this, whenever I'm traveling, I do things to make sure that I'm ensuring my nutritional basis. And for me, a lot of times it just means staying consistent with the things that I'm doing. Just because I'm traveling doesn't mean everything goes out the window. And today I went with my son, Jordan, who's, you know, he's 18. Listen, listen, your whole thing when you're 18, you just want to beat your dad. All right. So I know in his head when we're in the gym this morning, he just wanted to outdo me in everything. And so, but I can't have that, you know? So uh, before we went to the gym, I have my Cordyceps coffee from Four Sigmatic. Now, of course, we've got all the studies relating to Cordyceps benefit with insulin sensitivity, with improving stamina, clinically proven 
to be effective for that. All right, we got double-blind placebo-controlled studies showing that. But I wanted to share something with you that is super fascinating that I don't talk much about. And this is the longevity component because I'm going to be beating my son for as long as I can, all right? He's not, he's not going to get to a place where he's just like, he just beats, beats his dad, all right? It's, a, it's cooperation, all right? It's comp competition, but cooperation as well. And so listen to this. So this is a study published in the International Journal of Molecular Medicine that found that, now hear me out, fruit flies given cordyceps live 32% longer than the controls who didn't. All right, now just for 32% longer for fruit flies, that's literally like they're immortal, okay? They're like Thor, fruit flies, okay? I want you to understand, Thor's 1,500 years old, basically those fruit flies from taking cordyceps. Now let's jump, okay, you're like, oh, I'm not a fruit fly, Sean, clearly. But we're gonna jump to the next level. A study published in the FACIP journal found that mice given cordyceps lived several months longer than the control group that didn't receive the cordyceps. Now, again, in mouse years, living months longer, they're basically master splinter, all right? These mice have freaking mutated and become their best version of themselves for taking cordyceps. But I know, again, you're like, Sean, I'm not a mouse, okay? I'm a man, I'm a woman, all right? I'm not that, I'm not a mouse, I'm not a, I'm not a mouseketeer. I never even watched it. Listen to this. So, human study, this was published in the American Journal of Chinese Medicine, found that cordyceps protects your mitochondria by scavenging reactive oxygen species, right? These free radicals that damage your DNA, that damage your mitochondria. Your mitochondria are essentially these, and I know you've heard this before, but I want you to really get this. These are the energy manufacturing power plants in all of your cells. This is how you experience energy. Now, when we start to have dysfunction or loss or damage to our mitochondria, what does that do for us? It takes away our energy. And not just energy that you experience, right? But the energy to do processes in your body to keep you well, to keep you thriving. So again, several studies have found that cordyceps improves cardiovascular function, VO2 max, insulin sensitivity, but it's about ease of, of getting this stuff in. And this is why I love Four Sigmatic because they were like, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of weird telling people to take cordyceps. Some medicinal mushroom storied, whatever. We've got research now affirming it, but how do we get people to do it? You know what people do? They drink coffee. They drink hot chocolate. So they drink tea. What if we can create something that people can just integrate into something they're already doing and that they enjoy? And that's what they did with these incredible formulas. So the one I had today was a cordyceps coffee. And you get all these benefits, but also some of the stuff that I just talked about as well in relationship to longevity, okay? You get the athletic performance benefits, but also the longevity benefits. And several other things I continue to talk about because I'm such a huge fan. And I literally travel and bring my Four Sigmatic little instant packs with me. And um, you could hit up some, you know, some almond milk, unsweetened, right? Or you could do the hot water, make it super simple. I highly recommend blending a little bit of fat into it. So this could be MCT oil, this could be some ghee, this could be some grass-fed butter, whatever uh, the case might be for you, and just enjoy. You know, it can definitely add to your overall health strategy, and I'm a huge fan. Head over, check them out right now. It's foursigmatic.com forward slash model. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash model, and you get 15% off everything. All right, so head over there, check them out. foursigmatic.com forward slash model. And now let's get to the Apple Podcast Review of the Week. Another five-star review titled Treasure by Katie Gilbert Davison. This is an incredible source of thoughtful, research-based information. Time spent listening is an investment in my health, happiness, and longevity. Thank you for creating such a valuable, enjoyable resource. I feel honored to have such an expert in my hometown of St. Louis. My husband and I have made some major health transformations, and this podcast has provided us with nonstop support, ideas, book suggestions, and a lighthearted, positive voice of encouragement to take our health and our children's health to the next level. We truly love Sean. Wow. Thank you so much, Katie. Big shout out, STL representing. I appreciate that so much. And thank you for taking the time to share that and that little bit of your story. 
and uh, just a big love out to you and your family and your husband. Tell him I said hello. Hopefully he's listening right now, actually. And uh, I appreciate it so much. Thank you for taking the time to leave this review over on Apple Podcasts. And listen, if you've yet to leave a review for the show, please pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Let people know what you think about the show. And I appreciate that so very much. And on that note, let's get to our topic of the day. So today's episode is dedicated to giving you a motivation compilation. All right, something that you can have in your superhero utility belt when you need it to keep you inspired, to keep you motivated, and to help you to remember who you are and how powerful you are. All right, because these individuals that are going to be presented to you today have incredible stories, each and every one of them. And I promise you, not a single one has a story where they were coming from extreme opportunity or where they were coming from a a situation that was even advantage in any way. You know, it's kind of a common thread. And whatever advantages we do have, we're still going to come up against opposition. And so having these messages in your mind and in your heart, I think is going to provide you with a lot of powerful insight. And so we're going to kick this off with somebody who's just been a huge inspiration in my life. I literally, as I was going back and listening to this, I was just awestruck. I was like, I cannot believe that I talked with this guy. I cannot believe that he has reached out to me and has considered me as a friend and somebody who he's wanted to support because he's such a legend, just so much impact. And who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Bob Proctor, all right? Mr. Secret himself. You know, he's a big star of the film, The Secret, but he's just been somebody who's been in this field for, I think, like 50 years. And the vitality that he is expressing the the information, the insight that he's sharing is just no less than phenomenal. It's just incredible. And side note, put this in parentheses for you. If you're checking out this video on YouTube, which I hope you are, I hope you're hanging out in the studio with me, you're gonna see some past video clips as well of these conversations. And some of them, you know, they're recent with my recent team, all right? Some of them are back in the day. And it's crazy how technology can evolve even within a couple of years, because some of these are going to look like you're looking at some old like Vietnam footage. All right. Just with the quality of the video. So uh, just keep that in mind. But the messages are extremely powerful. Or if you just listen to the audio podcast, it's all good. Either way, you're going to get some profound insights on this episode. And so Bob Proctor, again, he's been a legend in this field of personal development, several books, several programs, speaking all over the world. He's probably spent thousands of hours on stage and speaking and creating content to help to uplift people's lives. And again, he's been in the field, I believe, over 50 years. So that should tell you, give you a little bit of a ballpark of his age. But what he's going to be sharing with you today is the fact that you cannot change your results until you change what you believe about yourself. All right, so check out this message from the one and only Bob Proctor. Self-image, unfortunately, is developed before the person can even walk or talk. Our self-image is formed in our little life when our subjective mind is wide open. It's part of its genetic and the other parts uh, environmental. Our mind is wide open, our subconscious mind. And whatever's going on around us, goes right into our subconscious mind. Like almost all welfare recipients are third, fourth, fifth generation welfare recipients. Yeah. Now, do you know there's geniuses locked up in those welfare areas? Yeah. Every one of them has genius within them. They have perfection within them, but it'll never come to the surface because they're not, they don't wake up. I had an absolutely horrible self-image. That's why I wouldn't learn. That's why I wouldn't go to school. I never thought anything of me. I wouldn't try to get a good job. And when I started to read Think and Grow Rich, and I started to listen to a man by the name of Rain Stanford, he got me looking at myself. He said, Bob, you're telling me reasons why you can't win, why you're broke. Let's go to the other side and talk about how you can. And he got me thinking of all this. And then I got into really studying self-image. And I found that we do have a cybernetic mechanism in our mind. It's like a thermostat. It's a science of control and communication in the animal and some machines. And in this cybernetic mechanism, this self-image, it controls what we're doing. And if we wander off course, it'll bring us right back. If a person's overweight, it's how they see themselves. And they say, I'm going to lose weight. They've got to change the image or they're never going to lose weight. 
and they shouldn't lose it anyway. They should release it. Yeah. When you lose anything, you're programmed to look for it, right. and you always find it. So we've got to understand that we have an image of ourselves in our subconscious mind, but we have the godlike ability to change it. I worked at changing my self-image. I changed the way I talk. I changed the way I walk. I changed the way I dress. I changed the way I work. I changed the way I study. I changed everything about me a little bit at a time. So the image or the person you're looking at now is not the person that picked up this book 55 years ago. Mm. And I modeled it. I built the image. And then I caused myself to live that way. And it caused a lot of discomfort. William James gives us the idea, he said, act like the person you want to become. When we're changing the self-image, we have to change the way we act. And other people have difficulty with it. They know you the way they are. They don't want you to change. Because if you change, they have to adapt to the change in you. Yeah. See, people don't resist change. People resist being changed. Mm. Yes. Right. We've got to change ourselves. We've got to build a new image, a picture in our mind. We've got to see ourselves the way we want to be, and then we have to live with it. That's You go to the gym workout, that's what you do. You build a picture of how you want to see this arm, this arm, and you build that picture, and then you build the body. Well, you build the life in your mind. Take your pen and write out how you want to live, and always start by writing, I'm so happy and grateful now that. And the second you write it, you've got it intellectually. The moment you impress it upon your emotional mind, you've got it emotionally. And it's only a period of time till it manifests on the physical plane. All right, next up, we've got a message from somebody who, I couldn't do this list or this compilation of motivation without him. And this is the incredible Ed Milet. Now, Ed is just taking the world by storm. Again, he's somebody who's been in this field for decades but he's been kind of behind the scenes. And he was actually challenged by a friend of his named Tony Robbins to share more of his story and to share his insights because he's just been kind of brought in as a secret weapon for all these corporations. He's built a huge fortune himself. He's probably the wealthiest person that I know. And he was challenged by Tony because Tony said, you know, Ed was thinking about retiring, basically. You know, he's accomplished all this stuff. He told uh, Tony that he was going to retire and Tony just called him a little beer beer all right he's like you're a beer 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 and I don't know how he said it probably not like that not the little John version but he was like what 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 are you talking about and he was saying you know all this information you've achieved so much and you're being selfish you need to share your message and your story with the rest of the world and he took that to heart and man he's so giving so thoughtful and incredibly powerful in this message. So he's gonna share with you where self-confidence comes from, all right? Because we're in that state where we're feeling a little bit down or feeling off our game, self-confidence can be an issue. And also he's gonna talk about building your identity and your self-worth, all right? And I think again, you're gonna get a lot of value out of this message from Mr. Ed Milet. Check it out. Two musts. I'll give you the two huge musts for me. One was my self-confidence. I grew up not a very self-confident person, and so you have to have high self-confidence. Any world-class athlete, you and I both know, their self-confidence level is through the roof. And when they go in a slump, when they're not performing well, what's going on? They've lost their confidence. They haven't lost their ability to shoot or hit a ball or hit a golf ball. They've lost their confidence. They've lost their swag. So where's confidence come from? Like I knew I had to become more confident. Confidence comes from this, because the disease of lack of confidence is you're obsessed with everybody else thinks about you. What are they gonna think? What are they gonna think? What are they gonna think? That's the, that's the symptom. The disease is you're worried about your reputation with everybody else because you don't have a good one with you. If your reputation with self is exemplary, you're not concerned about your reputation with others. So self-confidence comes from one simple thing. It comes from keeping the promises you make to yourself. That's it. If you begin to consistently keep the promises you make to you, you will begin to stack upon that self-confidence. And so I set up my life where I started to keep promises I made to me, whether that was what time I got up in the morning, what I put in my mouth to eat, when I trained and worked out. I can't control outcomes, but I can control activity. So in my business life, I'm gonna make 15 phone calls today. I'd make my 15, and I'd be conscious of saying, I did what I said I was gonna do. I did what I said I was gonna do. And through that process, over a period of time, every day, every hour that went by, I kept keeping more and more promises to me. I began to trust 
me. My self-confidence level transformed. That was number one. Second thing was my identity. You'll never exceed in your life what you think you're worth. Everyone talks about this, but you'll never exceed your identity any time in your life. And your identity is your self-worth, what you believe you deserve. Okay, now, self-worth and identity is like a thermostat. It sits on the wall of your life. It sets the entire temperature for your life. So in every area, you have a spiritual thermostat, a financial, a business, a physical one, a wellness one. So if that thermostat is set at, let's say, financially, at 80 degrees, it's set at 80 degrees, no matter what you do, you've already experienced it. If you start to heat your life up, you start having abundance come into it, and you're doing, th you're doing activities that are better, but you haven't changed your identity, you will find a way to cool your life right back down to where your identity is eventually. You'll make a bad investment decision. A car will break down. It'll all seem unconscious, but you will get back to 80 degrees of money. Okay? The reverse is also true. You start to go broke, your car gets repoed, the water gets turned off, you find a way to heat it back up and get it back to 80 degrees again. So the key in life is to have self-confidence and change that thermostat level of what you think you're worth. You could be in the best business model with the best opportunity, the best products, the best everything, and you will not exceed 80 degrees of identity if that's your identity in your life. Happiness has an identity. Faith has an identity. And so the key thing is how do you shift that identity, right? And that identity then is shifted through a couple things, but the biggest one is associations biggest way we change your identity if let's say you hung around a guy worth a couple hundred million dollars if you're if I'm a hundred and fifty degree or financially and you're an 80 degree or through proximity over time I will heat you up somewhere in between the two of us and if your faith if you have no you know you struggle with your faith or your relationships but you surround yourself with people that have great faith or great marriages through association yours improve so the biggest way I change my identity is through who I hung around Hanging around lastly is also, I don't have to physically be around you. I can read your book. I can read a book from you on health, on sleep. And when I read that book, I'm not just reading pages, I'm pretending as if I'm with you. I'm associating with you. And so a lot of my identity shifts came from books I read and things I listened to and people that were live in my life at the same time. That's how I changed it. All right, next up we've got Christine Hassler and her episode just exploded like I was blown away at the amount of messages and shares of this particular episode and again if you happen to miss any of these we'll put them all in the show notes for you so definitely go back and check out the full meal if you feel compelled to do that all right now Christine was actually introduced to me by a friend Jay Ferugia who's been on the show as well and man I was just blown away by her story and also her level of skill and insight in her coaching and it's just absolutely incredible uh, what she brings to the table and in this clip she's going to be sharing with you why we need to reassess and adjust our beliefs about the difficult times we go through all right now i definitely could use a message like that with how i was feeling a couple of days ago and what i was going through all right it was not an easy situation and the old me would have been possibly even taken down from it you know but again it's that growth it's Leveling up, like as we go through these things, we continue to up-level our thermostat a little bit at a time. But sometimes, you know, we can get to the highest of the highs and reality will bring us kind of crashing back down to that place that the thermostat is set at. But what I want for you is to continue to make that progress. And inch by inch, you're gonna continue to up-level that thermostat so that you're just running higher and happier more often, all right? And it's gonna start today with this insight and this message from Christine Hassler. Check it out. You know, Sean, like pain is not, it, as humans, we're gonna experience it. It's, it's we, we learn through contrast. And that's another thing I think in the personal development world that leaves a lot of people with an expectation hangover. They think it's like supposed to be positive all the time. And if you have bad things happen or you feel sad or whatever, then you're failing at personal growth <laughs> and right. you're not. Like we learn through contrast and there's gonna be challenges in life and there's gonna be some pain. But the more tools you have, the shorter the duration you have to suffer in it and the longer the time between those painful spots. But we can't expect to like never feel down and never to have yeah. challenges. And, and when they come, know it's a season and know that it's an opportunity to dive in. I mean, I don't know about you, but it's been through my most challenging times that I've grown the most. Yeah. Have they been painful? Have they been hard? Yes. Do I want to go back and do them over? No. no. <laughs> but am I so grateful for the lessons? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, people ask me, 
how'd you build your career? And I'm like, well, it, it wasn't like a strategy. It really was through my own life experiences yeah. and the lessons I learned from them that have created. And you know, I mentioned that um, the original definition of passion is suffering. Yeah. And isn't it cool how we've evolved that word to mean the thing we love? And often the things that we love come out of our suffering. All right, next up is somebody who, again, I could not do this episode without having this man on it. Probably the most inspirational figure in my life, somebody that I know personally and worked very closely with now the last couple of years, and I've seen him in action. You know, the world knows him as E.T., the hip-hop preacher. Uh, his name is Dr. Eric Thomas. And, you know, there's a lot of folks out there that have this public persona. You know, they're out there sharing, giving these insights, motivating people. But how are they when nobody else is around? How are they when the camera isn't on? And I've seen this man, you know, even when he came to speak at an event here in St. Louis a couple years ago, and he gets paid a lot. He's the number one motivational speaker in the world. And he came here for to do his own event. But while he was here, he went to about uh, I believe it was about eight different places for free that nobody knows about, going to talk to kids at school, going to detention centers and really trying to speak life into these kids and into people who are in tough situations. And a lot of people don't know that about him. This is one of the great things that I've seen him do firsthand. And uh, he's just such a giving individual. And man, he's the truth. He's the truth. And in this clip, he's going to be sharing with you why it's critical for you to take responsibility for your life. All right, now check out this clip with the one and only Dr. Eric Thomas. Well, I think the first thing I did was, you know, I stopped playing the blame game. Mm, yeah. You know, and at first in that environment, you know, I used to say, you know, my teachers, you know, or the fact that my mom was a teenager when she had me, or the fact that my biological father wasn't in my life, or the fact that there was a lot of violence, gang violence, you know, other violence. You know, I, I mean, the school district wasn't good. Like in the beginning, I always had a reason other than Eric Thomas, right? And so that stuff was real. Let's not, let's not minimize, you know, what some kids are going through in their neighborhoods. It's real. But, but I never played the blame game on Eric Thomas. I never blamed Eric for having a spirit of apathy. I never blamed Eric for giving 60%. I never blamed Eric for being disrespectful and disobedient. I never blamed Eric, you know what I'm saying, for having a negative mindset. I never blamed Eric, you know, for the part that he played in it. So the first thing what I did is I, I, I started placing the blame, you know, where it needed to be. And a big part of that was Eric Thomas. Number two, I took ownership. I said, it's my life. Like literally, this is my life. I make the choices for my life. And I'm going to start making better choices. And then the final thing I did was I said, I'm going to play every down, man. I'm going to play every single down like it's my last down because I can't expect to get out of this situation if I'm not putting up, if I'm not putting in. And so, you know, Kobe hit 60 on that last game on his way out. So I was like, E, you got to start putting up 60. You know, people treat you differently when you're putting up 60. You know, so um, one, like you said, I started blame, putting the blame where it needed to go. I took ownership, and then I started showing up. And I'm telling you, even my environment treated me differently when I showed up. This is the same E.T., but the way people people treat me in the airport, the people, the way people treat me when I go to, you know, hotels now, the way people treat me when I get on a flight, like, the, I mean, people treat me differently now because I'm putting 120% in my own life and all they're doing, I believe, guys, is they're reciprocating, you know, to me what I give to me. So that that's, that's I think those are the things that I did, you know, to, tr the, the type of, to try to come out of my you know, negative environment and create a new environment for myself. All right, that was a message from Dr. Eric Thomas, number one motivational speaker in the world and for good reason. The insight is incredibly valuable because that is the exact thing that was holding me back from changing my life was I was so attached to the story that I was carrying around myself and pointing the finger, you know, the doctors won't help me, my family won't help me. Why, 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 why me? Why won't they help me? Why won't this? Why won't that? And it wasn't until I began to take full responsibility for my life, even though these bad things may have happened to me, they don't have to control my life anymore. When I take responsibility for what I'm going to do about it now and how I'm going to change the story. 
And so again, I hope you really enjoyed that. And this episode is, is something that's really important to me because I'm highlighting people who've had a big impact in my life as well. And I'm just very grateful to be able to share these messages with you and have them again in your superhero utility belt for when you need them. Now, speaking of utility belt, superhero utility belt, the superhero nutrition, I'm on the road when I'm traveling. Another thing that I do is in my book bag, my backpack, my door to explore myself. I've got it in there right now, my Organifi Go Packs. I literally travel with Organifi Go Packs. I give it to my kids, my, you know, on the plane. Just open them bad boys up and pour it in. One of the reasons why, this formula, first of all, I've personally been in this field for about 17 years. And I've had dozens of these different green formulas. Okay, and some of them taste like hobbit's feet. All right, they don't taste good at all. Not just regular feet, but hairy hobbit feet. Organifi tastes amazing. That's the number one victory right there is that it actually tastes good, but also the formula itself. A study funded by the National Institutes of Health revealed that spirulina, which is one of the highlighted uh, components of this Organifi formula, spirulina promotes stem cell genesis. That literally means the creation of new stem cells. Why? This should be like front page news. Stem cells become all the cells that we need. And I did an episode a while back talking about all the various forms of stem cells and part of my healing process, you know, pluripotent adult stem cells. And I'll make sure to put that in the show notes for you to check out if you want more information on it. But bottom line is stem cells become everything that your body needs, right? Whether it's bone cells, whether it's meniscus cells, whether it's brain cells, stem cells are the key. And so that's just one of the things in the formula. Also, we've got chlorella in there. That's a true superfood. 50% protein by weight, the highest chlorophyll containing food that we've ever discovered, all right? Super powerful stuff. Also, ashwagandha, got some coconut water. A little hack, by the way, my son had a little coconut water with him. Spirulina with the coconut water, yeah, that's a winner. Or you could just do it with the regular water, whatever it is, make sure to get this in your system. This is the real way that we make sure we're meeting our nutritional bases getting our vitamins and minerals and enzymes in a bioavailable form and not in that kind of conventional synthetic, quote, multivitamin form. All right, so this is one of my favorite things and I'm so grateful to be able to have access to this even when I'm on the road. Head over, check them out. It's Organifi.com forward slash model. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash model and you get 20% off, right? 20, a dub, 20% off of everything that they carry, but definitely get your hands on some of their green juice formula, all right? So on that note, let's jump to our next incredible person and their incredible message. And next up, we've got Lita Lewis. Lita is an absolute star on social media. However, again, put this in parentheses, she's a real one, all right? She's a real, she's the real deal. And I could say, that even if she didn't have this notoriety that she has, she would still be conducting herself in the same way. And this is what I've seen. We've been to Beyonce concert together, all right? She's a good person, good heart, and she's just about that life, all right? But she's the person who's really ushered in this thick, fit movement, all right? The fact of embracing your, your curves as a woman, the fact of embracing your body overall, no matter if you're a man or a woman, but just being more confident and um, joyful and grateful about the body that you do have and not hating yourself into submission, not hating yourself into transforming, but loving and caring for yourself along the way because the message is we absolutely can love ourselves but still want to do better, right? And that's really where she's coming from. And so in this message, because she's been through, she's got an incredible story, but she's sharing here a message about weathering the inevitable storms that come up in our life, all right? Every day is not gonna be roses and sunshine, all right, as Rocky would say. And she's got a very good message, specifically speaking to that, so check it out. Your story wasn't this kind of just easy path, and this is a consistent thing with the real superheroes, you know, like they've gone through stuff mm -hmm. to really develop that, that character and that muscle. And so I just want people to understand like whatever you're going through, there's a gift on the other side of it. Always, yeah. oh my gosh, always. Yeah. In fact, I really encourage people that if they find themselves in a really dark place or a hard time, they have to know without a shadow of a doubt 
it never lasts, right? Mm. And then I really encourage that if you can, find a moment to stay still within that storm that you're enduring. Change your perspective just slightly. You may see the reason why life or God or the universe is putting you through that storm. If you are lucky and you have that little bright light within, you may find the reason. Therefore, it makes it a little bit more easier to endure that storm. But one, know that it never lasts. And two, there's absolutely a reason why life is dealt you that card for the better. So I've gone through those storms multiple times in my life and without a doubt every single time because I've had that minute to be still and realize it's okay because I will gain X, Y, Z afterwards that would then put me in a position to do X, Y, Z that puts me on top of the mountain every time. All right, next up we've got a message from somebody who's one of my favorite people on the planet. And I give thanks for this guy all the time for being in my life. And his two appearances on the Model Health Show were some of the biggest episodes. I'm talking about Bedros Kulian. And he's just such a good guy. And But he also has that kind of that mob boss vibe to him. All right. Like, I don't want to mess with Bedros. But he's just such a, a good guy, such a good heart. And he's had an incredible story in immigrating to this country when he was just a child and all of the turmoil that he went through in his experience, but also just his family even getting here and escaping uh, kind of a, a war-torn situation in and of itself. And um, he's built something really phenomenal. I think they have, he's probably getting close to a thousand gyms nationwide. And this was a guy who was homeless at one point. And if you happen to miss his episodes, definitely pop back, check them out. We'll put them in the show notes for you. But in this message he's going to be sharing with you today is about why it's so critical to be honest with yourself about what you want and about the life that you are choosing to live. And also a message about controlling what you can. We can't control everything, but taking more ownership and control of the things that we can control. All right. So check out this message from Bedros Cool. It's real simple. Once you have brutal honesty with yourself, and you take full responsibility, you gain control. Yeah. You know, I, I'll, I can show you my phone after we get off. I've got 98 people blocked on my iPhone. Like I can, it's like six scrolls before you get to the end of it. And people go, why do you block like actual friends and family? I don't want them to text me. I don't want them to call me because I want, I'm a control freak. Why is being control freak have such a bad negative connotation? It shouldn't. So I reframe that and I call myself a control king because mm. look, no one's, like my phone, it's not going to ring during this, during this podcast. It's not going to ring. It's not going to buzz. No notifications are going to come on from Facebook and Instagram and YouTube because I've turned off notifications. I don't need distractions to take away my time from dominating my path in life. And you've got to be brutally honest about the things that matter, about who you are, about what you do. And I was never brutally honest with myself. Again, I blamed others and therefore I said, I have no control over my failures in my life and my health and my diet and my mindset and my yeah. business. But now I'm brutally honest and because I am I've gained control back I control my days my times who I hang out with what me and my wife are going to do tonight um, the flight I'm going to take there's nothing left to chance and the more I control the more I control the outcome yeah. that doesn't mean that I don't things aren't spontaneous in my life there's plenty of spontaneity but the things that matter most I have complete control of whether it's morning routine or what time I'm sleeping or who I'm hanging out with I'll pick and choose who I hang out with um, and not hang out with people who are going to drag me down or be a wet blanket in my life because a fighter jet does not need a heavy wet blanket laid on top of it. Yeah, and that's gross. That's gross. That's nasty. <laughs> Man, that's so, so good. And that honesty, and this goes back to what I said earlier about having a map. Yeah. You know, it's very difficult to get somewhere if you don't know the way. And the one of the most important things is, in, as far as getting to a destination, you have to know where you are in the first place. And the more we're lying to ourselves and pretending that it's a certain way, the, the more we're not gonna be able to identify how to get from here to there, you know? And so how can we self-assess correctly and just be honest, you know? I kinda suck at leadership or I kinda suck at, you know, um, consistency. And the more we can get to that place uh, of identifying this negative characteristic, the easier it's going to be to overcome it. But if you keep ignoring it, brushing it under the rug, yeah. not being honest about it being there, the longer you're going to have to delay your success. 
Next up, we've got a message from Andrea Nevetto. All right, she's a superstar. She's one of the stars of the hit TV show, Jane the Virgin, and she's been in films like Bright with Will Smith. She's just amazing. And her story and even getting to a place of being an actress is a miracle in and of itself. And she goes through her whole story on the episode, which we'll put in the show notes for you. But in this particular snippet that I have for you, she's going to be talking about listening to your heart and how we try to actually talk ourselves out of things that we really want and why it's essential for us to start listening to our intuition. We all have it. You know, it's not just the animal kingdom. We're we're part of that. And we have this intuition. We have this inner spidey sense that's always kind of guiding us and paying attention to this you know, these nonverbal and verbal cues, even in communication and just always looking out for our best interest to move us forward. But sometimes we'll ignore that and try to logic ourselves out of the way that we feel in our heart. And so she's got a great message for that and how important it is to listen to our heart when we're building the life that we really want. All right. So check out this message from Andrea Nevetto. But cut to first, sem uh, first semester freshman year. I promised myself that I was going to try new things. I wanted to explore different uh, subjects and things like that. And I didn't know what I wanted to major in. Of course, I knew in the back of my head that there was a theater department. <laughs> and maybe this was my way, you know, like turning over a new leaf or a new environment, new people. And um, I was walking down the hall one day and I saw an audition sign to audition for this play. And I'm telling you, literally, it was like, it was like a, a romantic movie where you you know the two lovers see each other for the first time and they make eye contact <laughs> and the wind is blowing and you're just like oh my god the heart's fluttering and that's what happened to me mm. when i saw that audition sign and i yeah. i was like oh my god i want to go and then immediately i started talking myself out of it right yeah the chatter was like within five seconds the chatter was well you don't have any acting experience andrea you can't compete against college actors uh you're gonna um you're gonna fall on your face in the audition. And oh, and I already started feeling uh, butterflies in my stomach at that point. And then I was like, oh, that's true. I, I, I can't do it, I, I shouldn't do it. And and then I started talking myself out of it. But then I made a mental note of when the dates were. <laughs> it's just so funny. It was like I split myself, my head in two. And I was like, okay, that's when the dates are for that audition. But no, 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 I'm not gonna audition. And so then, um, Days went by and I had it in the back of my head and then just processing it in my head, I said, man, I've made a promise to myself. I promised myself that I was going to be open-minded and I was going to try new things. Yeah. And for me, the lesser of two evils was showing up because I didn't want to have any regrets. I didn't want to look back because I already had the regret of not doing well in school. Mm -hmm. You know, I had the regret of taking five years to graduate from college. I had the regret of wasting all that time you know, and I couldn't get it back and yeah. I could only get into one college and it wasn't even like that great of a college to begin with, you know. So I was like, no, I'm going to go. So I made myself go that day. And lo and behold, I got a, a part and I did the rehearsals, yeah. did the performances. I had an amazing time. I was just in my element. I loved it so much. I was just so in love. And at the end of uh, the production, the theater teachers asked me if I wanted to become a theater major <laughs> wow. and I was like yes I do <laughs> and yeah. um I wound up graduating with a, a BA in theater with a concentration in acting and um and here I am I love to tell this story only because I really want people to follow that gut feeling you know that yeah. you know the heart flutter you know it, when it's right I think it feels light you know, it doesn't feel heavy. So I like to follow the feeling that I experience that something feels light. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I make my decisions. You know, if something feels heavy, oof, and I and I and I have like hesitation or turmoil, then and I, I, I can't make a decision right away on it. I, I know it's not the right thing for me. All right, we're at our final segment for this motivation compilation. And it's with somebody who is super new to the scene, but he's been on the grind and making amazing things happen for many years. And just to put a little bit of his story, if you happen to miss this episode, if you if you miss this episode, 
this is the first one you need to go and listen to like right away after this one is over. And this is talking about building your financial well-being, right? Your financial fitness, because all of these things affect our lives. You know, your financial status does, in fact, affect your health. This is one of the biggest reasons why folks are, you know, divorcing. This is one of the biggest reasons why folks are struggling with uh, the decisions that they're even making, because a lot of times the decisions are being made in terms of money and not in terms of passion. And this is something that we can handle, but we have to change the story that we have. Because I know for myself and many other people that have even been on this episode, we didn't grow up with any kind of financial security. And it's just a, an entity that just totally didn't understand. But just like anything in our lives, if we want to become world-class at it, or even just okay at it, we need to make it a study. We need to learn about it. And so he took that on himself and he's probably the wealthiest police officer in the country right but legally legally let me make that clear there are some you know uh training day out there situations i'm sure but just from adding value and creating something very remarkable he's been able to accumulate this wealth while having a nine to five job as a chicago police officer all right that should intrigue you in of itself but this message he has for you should be one to really, really open up your heart and listen to. And he's going to be talking about the necessity of having a vision and the foresight that you really need for creating your life. Because at the end of the day, we are the one with the pen in our hands. We are writing the story. But so often we think that we're passing that pen off or that we are playing the supporting role in our own movie. And so he's talking about the importance of having a vision and foresight for creating the life that you truly want. So check out this message from the incredible Jamal Kane. Become a fortune teller. Meaning that, you know, in the beginning, when we started this podcast, you talked about everything that I'm doing, right? Talking about all the businesses that I have. You know, you talk about the amount of money that I make and things that I'm able to do in my life. But I don't give any credit to the Jamal that's sitting here in front of you right now, right? The Jamal that's sitting you right in front of you right now is just the recipient of everything that you just talked about. But it was that Jamal that was in his 20s that created the vision of this Jamal, right? So the Jamal that was in his 20s had a vision of how much money he wants to make, he wanted to make when he turned 40. He had a vision on how he wanted his body to look when he turned 40. Not only did he have a vision about his health and his wealth, but he had a vision for his children who wasn't even created at the time. He had a vision for his wife and everything that that 20-year-old Jamal had a vision for, I'm now living proof of it right now. So become a fortune teller. Write down the type of life that you want to have for yourself. Write it down because one day your future is going to become your present. So you can literally, I took a piece of paper, Sean, and I wrote down every single thing. I was very specific with everything I did. I said that I want to, I got this thing I always say, 222, 222. That's how much I weighed when I first got on the police department at 22 years old. Right now, I am 41 years old and I'm still 222. That's the goal that I had for myself, my health-wise. So every day, I get up and I work out towards that goal. I'm working out, and then the thing about it, somebody said, like my guy was telling me one time, you're too serious in the gym. Why are you working out? Like, you don't have to work out because I won't miss a workout, right? And he's like, well, you, you can afford to miss a workout. And I tell him, bro, you're looking at me right now. You're looking at the Jamal right now, but the Jamal that's 50 need me to work out right now. Right. The Jamal that's 50 is needing. So I'm not working out right now because 40 years old Jamal need it. No, the 50-year-old Jamal is going to need it because things might happen. Things are going to come about. The older you get, the more ailments happen in your life, right? So, the 50, so I'm working out for the 50-year-old Jamal. I'm becoming a fortune teller. I'm helping that person out. So that's what I need everybody to do, right? I tell people, become a fortune teller. You know, help out the future you. Help you out. Help out the future you financially. Give yourself options. You know, go buy some real estate to give you options to help you out. You do not have to live check to check. You know, I, I, I got real estate and I keep buying property, so I'm giving my children options. Not only am I giving my children's options, I'm giving my grandchildren options right now. And my oldest child is only 14. And I promise you she ain't having no kids no time soon. <laughs> <laughs> I can promise you that one. But I know that one day she will have children. My other daughter, Jasmine, will have children. My son, Jamal Jr., he's going to have children. 
They're going to need me to help them out in the future. So I'm being a fortune teller with it right now. That's why I'm not being selfish. I'm not just saying, oh, I'm only going, oh, I got my house, I got my car, I got my bills paid. No, I can help out my grandchildren. You know, right now, we got bank accounts for our kids right now. And we're putting money in those accounts right now because we know when they turn 20 or 30, they're going to have a business idea. We know that one day they're going to get married. We know that one day that, that, that something's going to come about and we can bless them with this. We're going to give them options. So, man, become a fortune teller. Change your future. You can do it. You got the power to do it. Do it now, though. Stop living check to check. Stop living day to day. All right, that was our final message, and I hope that you really enjoyed this adventure that we went on today. And please understand, we all need some motivation from time to time. And it's really about plugging ourselves in and getting connected to things that keep us uplifted. You know, if we could do that physically, you know, getting out, going to live events, to meetups, being around people that really fill our cup. And also we have access to amazing platforms like this where we could just put on a podcast and fill our mind, fill our spirit with these positive messages. I think it's absolutely priceless what we have access today. And I'm very grateful that you're taking the time to share with me. And I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. And I appreciate you so very much. We've got some powerhouse episodes, new interviews and new show topics coming up for you. So make sure to be ready. All right. I appreciate you immensely. If you got a lot of value out of this, please share it out with your friends and family on social media. You could tag me as well. I'm at Sean Model on social media. And I appreciate that so much. All right. So have an incredible day ahead. I appreciate you so very much. Take care. Have an amazing day. I'll talk with you soon. And for more after the show, make sure to head over to themodelhealthshow.com. That's where you can find all of the show notes. You can find transcriptions, videos for each episode. And if you got a comment, you can leave me a comment there as well. And please make sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a rating to let everybody know that the show is awesome. And I appreciate that so much. And take care. I promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help you transform your life. Thanks for tuning in.